Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. in your back pocket or purse might soon come to an end. The economy ending the year on a strong note. On the streets of Beijing, cash is definitely not All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Sunday Stories with me, your host, Farim Shinzadeh, where we cover ongoing headlines and meet interesting fucking guests. And today we'll deep dive in the banking system. We will talk about our consumption, finance, consumer behavior, money laundering, and much, much more. And as you might have guessed, I'm not really the best to talk about this topic. So in this episode, my co-host is Susan Helene. She's an awesome power woman that has a master's degree in business economics and today works as head of business banking at Nodia. Yeah, you've been been doing your homework. Yeah, I have. It's called LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) It's very great to have you in the show, by the way. Thanks. So it's the first time you're doing a podcast. Yeah. Okay. First time for everything, isn't it? First time for everything. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Just to, you know, make it even more exciting, we have a segment in this uh, podcast that's called Would You Rather. Do you know the game? You're making me nervous now. I am. That's All my right. job. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> All right. Great. So let's just start with the first question. Would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse? I'm afraid of heights, right. but, but cave sounds kind of nasty. So I would say treehouse. Treehouse. Yeah. Great. Okay, perfect. You see, you're doing very good already. Next question. Would you rather be able to control fire or water? Uh, fire. Fire. What would you yeah. want to control fire? It's, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I get fierce, you know. Um, uh, that was a hard question. I know, I know. This is the point <laughs> of these questions, just to think about it. Both kind of dangerous stuff, but I would say, no, I would say fire, you know. Fire, okay. Uh, well, you will be a good firefighter. You would say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next question. Would you rather live without internet or, or live without AC or heating? Oh, that was really tough. Right. I'm depending on both, you know. I, it is. I, but, uh, no, but I would go to survival here. So I would say heating then. Heating, yeah. okay. I hate to, to be cold. So right. I'm, I'm, st- I'm from the north part of Sweden, so I'm used to the cold okay. weather. But Where are you from? I'm from Luleå. 
Absolutely. So it's pretty right. close to the Arctic Circle. It is. Yeah. The polar bears walking around. No way. No, <laughs> like in the city, waiting for the bus. <laughs> Reindeers everywhere. Wow. No, no. It's actually a pretty cool place. And a lot of entrepreneurs up there. And great hockey team and everything. Wow. So, yeah. And I, th- I think it's a lot of students, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a great yeah. technological university, you know, with a space engineering program. Oh, wow. And then we're moving to the next question. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or uh, read minds? I would say read minds would be awesome. All right. Yeah. But imagine if you can't turn that off. Like you walk in in the city and you just hear everybody's Mm -hmm. minds. I forgot to turn Mm. this off. I forgot this. I changed my mind, actually. I would say teleporting myself maybe to, you know, a warmer place. But you're from Lulio. No, but I like Florida and I I studied in Australia. So I really like that. You did? So No, I changed my mind. I used used the... teleporting stuff instead. Cool. So w- w- when were you in Australia? Uh, back in the 2002. Okay. So I studied in Wollongong, that is south of Sydney. So It is. Like but it's a great country. People love to be there. Yeah, because everybody goes there. Yeah. Feels like that. You know, they're so friendly and everything is so easy. It must be the weather, you know. Yeah. It's always good weather there. But you have the all the crazy animals there as well, right? Yeah. All I the w- spiders, all the snakes. Yeah, I didn't see them much, but you always had bug spray, you know, next to you if you needed it. Cool. Awesome. Okay, moving on. Would you rather uh, be unable to use search engines or social media? You have to delete one of them. I really like my social media, uh, so... You can you can really get help th- through social media, so maybe right. I, I will uh, skip the search engine. Search engine, okay. I don't know. That's goodbye, a hard one. Google. Okay, and coming down to another question, which is not part of the what would you rather? It's just a question. Uh, what is the color of money? Green. Green. What would you What would you think is green? But today it is like the sustainable finance um, discussion is so hot today. The topic of climate change and everything has you re- really maybe it was green before, you know. It right. is a saying, you know, cash is green. But yeah. but now it is more about how sustainable can the investments and the savings, you know, how can it contribute? How can the financial industry contribute right. to climate change? And I think that's a really serious matter today and it's really um, um, discussed and implemented more and more in the bank industry. That is actually true. So Um, I would say green, of course. Green. Okay, perfect. And the last question before we move on to to banking. Um, Okay, let's say that after we finish this episode, you go out and you find lottery that you win $10 million. What's the first thing you do? That was a really hard Yeah, I mean, we're yeah, topping it off. I would off. be really <laughs> happy. So I think it's more about the feeling, it not is. what I'm doing. Uh, but you have $10 million. Yeah, it's crazy right. amount of money. What would yeah. you do? I wouldn't stop my job, I think. Okay. I'm, I'm, I will get pretty bored. Uh, but I would just love to um, maybe travel a bit more. But also, I think I was saying about the, the green uh, shift, you know, to see how can you make better in society. I think that's where... The great investments are coming from, and I think money is is the helpful way. The capital needs to flow in that direction. So I would, I would, I, I would actually maybe try to be a green entrepreneur. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. Wow. Well, let's see. Maybe after this episode, this actually happens. I don't think. But that, so. then I want ten percent of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deal. 
All right. So let's start, Will, with you telling us what is your job? Like, what do you do day to day? What is banking? Yeah. I've been in, in uh, Nordea for 16 years. I never thought I was going to, you know, start out as a banker because I thought it was boring, you know, with, with uh, you know, with the cash and the different, you know, pa- it's a lot of paperwork back yeah. then. Uh, but then I realized it's a lot about the customers and I love, I love people. So I ended up, you know, with our Nordea's trainee program mm-hmm. uh, and uh, specialized in the, in the corporate field. Right. So in wholesale and business banking, and that is, you know, with, with customers that are uh, corporates. Today, I work with uh, mid-sized and large-sized customers, corporate clients uh, within the area, pretty close to Stockholm here in Mellansverige. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great way. And I have, uh, I coached um, advisors, the bankers wow. that I have in my team. That's a pretty responsible job so, you have there. Yeah, it's a great job because I meet a lot of entrepreneurs all day. True. And to follow their uh, path in the in the corporate world to see how they can develop their companies into success. Right. Maybe they can have a crisis. Maybe they're doing a big shift, you know, um, success in their way. True. So helping them to grow is what I actually do. When you work with corporate customers, is it is it sometimes frustrating that stuff is not moving as fast as you want? them to move mm, depends kind of like what companies you are and what field they're in you have a lot of traditional uh, industries maybe that hasn't been changed that much and then you have you know the the um, uh, if you're in a, a fintechs or a tech company you know have a totally different way of seeing change and right. uh, adapting to new things mm-hmm. so you have a variety of, of uh, strategies and how they how they work and how they implement new things. So uh, maybe that's the, the thrill of it too, yeah. to see how they can change and move. But you can see the young companies, just the startups, you know, the new companies. And then you have the, the traditional ones that have been coming, you know, from generation to generation. The kids are taking over and how they can manage the new. True. So, yeah, it's, it's quite exciting to see. It's, it's so dynamic. Right. So um, is there any industry that you would say is falling backwards everything is going forward right yeah. but is there any industry that you would say this is a loophole in the market uh, they're not doing as great as fintech or yeah. uh, you know food tech or i wouldn't say that but i think all industries have challenges uh, you know digitalization is a buzzword everywhere but that's because you know technology has evolved you yeah. know it started to create new possibilities for people right. and the customer had changed you know the behavior they have different demands you know they want it easy they want it fast they want it now and technology can make that happen uh, but you can also see like the industrial part of it, you know, big companies like uh, uh, that use a lot of r- robots, you mm-hmm. know, they have released main manual labor so they can do other stuff. Right. When you automate jobs, uh, industrial jobs, uh, most people get frustrated like, you know, I, I will not have a job in maybe one, two years. So, and then you have the corporate side maybe that gain from this. Um, but you meet this kind of customers like yeah. what do they think of it is it must be hard to lay off people yeah. just to automate definitely it's kind of like seeing it from an efficiency point of view yeah and i also like a profit and loss kind of view also the competition is hard out there you know True. you need to be a f- um, 
in the game here. Yeah. Uh, but also n- nobody wants to lose their job. But maybe there's another job for you. And that boring uh, uh, manual labor can yeah. be done by much better by a robot. True. And then you can transfer yourself into more advanced tasks. Uh, so and, and people have, you know, all the years you have, you have created new jobs. So maybe that's not something you need to be afraid of. Right. Uh, more embrace, maybe, True. to see what's, what's the good part coming out of that. Yeah, because uh, you have a big shift. Everyone wants the cheapest product possible, right? Yeah. Like today, it's always about the price. Yeah. And everybody's moving their manufacturing facilities to China or yeah. some other places. Mm. Um, so it's very hard for Swedish companies yeah. or Uh, Europe companies to compete. Yeah, yeah. to compete. Uh, the competition is hard in that sense because it's driven by cost. Yeah. And how do you get lower costs? Maybe that is by automatization in some way. Maybe not all, but True. in some way. But um, I, I think in that sense, um, you need to see possibilities. Yeah. And that's what kind of like what the startup scene is today. You know, where can you see the, the hole in the market? I can also see retail. You know, as an industry that has been changing a lot. Because our customers, you know, they're not shopping in the physical stores anymore. Right. There's they, a lot of stores closing. Yeah. Like Technique Magazine was yeah. the latest, right? Yeah. yeah. I think they got a new owner, so yeah. maybe oh, they're yeah, they saved. Did. True, uh, true. But I think, you know, online shopping has changed the customer behavior and demands there. And also the costs. Right. So... Uh, Business has changed and un- industries changed and also the business models in that way change. Right. And that's kind of like what's happening in banking too. Yeah, I think it was a couple of, uh, two weeks ago or something, There, the, some reports came out that uh, Nissan was having some problems in, in China and was dropping sales. Mm. So they have to redo their entire business model, which is a very old company. You know, it's very hard to to just switch. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it's so for banking as well, yeah. right? Definitely. Uh, they always say, you know, Kodak is that, you know, they had the first All digital right. camera. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, where are they today? Because you have a lot of collaboration going on with fintechs. There are new, uh, they have, uh, you know, specific uh, skills in, in uh, developing new um, uh, products and, yeah, and services yeah. digitally. So I think that's a good collaboration to, to join ventures together to be in order to be fast to market so you can see that a lot happening in the industry today it has been ongoing for several years now but it has been established yeah as you were saying like in the beginning the view of banking is i think it's stiff and you know most people when they hear banking they hear okay massive bailouts or you know stiff corporation or but are you saying boring i (laughs) <laughs> that is basically what I'm going for. But th- I think when you start to look into the services that you guys do, you actually find it very interesting. But how mm. do you s- how do you measure like customer behaviors? Like there's so much mm. data out there and you yeah. guys have so much data. Yeah. How do you guys like determine what is the future service that we have to yeah. deliver? You kind of look in the customer behaviors right now. What do they do? How do they behave? You know? Used back in the days, I started 16 years ago in the bank. You know, people were lining up outside at 10 o'clock when the band, bank opened, you know, the branch office. Damn. Today, if you ask my kids, I don't even know if they know where the bank is located. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, kids of today and, you know, millennials are growing up. Right. So they have totally different patterns of how they use the bank today. And I think Bill Gates said a couple of years ago, you know, people don't need 
banks, they need banking. That's and clever. that's kind of like the essence of what's happening. Sure. So we measure, we see how many are coming in today. What do they need? What do they ask for? Mm-hmm. Uh, the customer demand is a lot. You know, you want your um, loan application to get, you know, approved yeah. right now. Yeah, Not true. in two weeks. That's crazy So you, like, you, you need your cell phone and you use that and, you know, you want your answer immediately. So what does that mean in our processes and how do we do stuff? So we cannot do it like the old school manual way. Yeah. You know, to do it like fast digitally also in order to deliver to the customer. True. So the customer satisfaction, you know, in the industry are, you know, fintechs are getting high ratings and the, the traditional banks are a little bit lower True. because we believe it's slower. But we also um, offer different things. So, right. so in, you have to really listen to the customer what they want and they don't go to their branch office but they use their cell phone uh, 28 times each month well, to do banking yeah so you have a lot of more interactions with the bank today just like if you compare to five years ago true is it is, is this scenario like applicable for all countries like for example if you go to africa Is the banking system as developed as um, Sweden or is there a lot to do there? Or maybe mm. Nordea has some uh, corporations. Yeah, but that's a really interesting question. Uh, the Nordics are really a front runner. We are really digital. We like cashless. Yeah. Uh, we have, you know, Swish. You True. can switch each, each other cash, you know, through your cell phone. And um, different countries have different solutions here. But in, in the Nordics, we're really digitally, uh, you know, Um, we like the the, the mobile yeah, uh, bank. True. Uh, in Africa, they kind of like skipped apart, you know. So they're really mobile too. They use their mobile a lot uh, doing banking. Okay. So I would say they're coming uh, a lot. Yeah, so it's a very developing uh, definitely. Place, no, right. and it, that's that's it's a global uh, yeah. trend. Yeah. Uh, you can see like um, it's more integrated in everything. So like in China, you have WeChat. Uh, so right. that's like an uh, you know an app that you can do everything. Yeah, you can yeah. make payments and everything. And that's that. a very good way for the government to control all kinds of services. Yeah, yeah. It's what do you think? I don't know. Uh, it seems like a, a good um, from a consumer behavior uh, aspect. I yeah. think it's very convenient and easy and fast. Right. But I'm not so into the details. Right, right, but, right. Uh, Let's move on to 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 crime, okay? It's more darker theme. Uh, yeah. How do you guys deal with uh, money laundering and criminal organizations that are fueling this, you know, drug trades and mm. all of this that's happening in Sweden as well? Um, this is a society issue, of course. It's not a really banking issue yeah. in that sense, but it's, it, banks are a really important part of the of the society's ecosystem. So, of course, we play a really important role. You have read the news, you know, you see the headlines all the time, you know, um, about money laundering and everything. So it's a really serious issue. Um, Must be very hard because, like, today it's not only in one country. uh, It's concerning, you know, all around the world. It's all linked together. And that's why it makes it harder. 
but also you have a lot of the UN, uh, the EU, you have hard regulations of how all the banks are supposed to, you know, follow the rules and regulations right. in order to minimize this. So you have international sanctions that all, everybody needs to follow. And if you do that, it makes it harder True. for, for uh, criminal activity. So we need to do everything we can in order to prevent it. Yeah. But it, this is for all the banks. So the regulation is really um, uh, hard. Um, it's really clear here. Yeah. Well, as you were mentioning, that's also like one of the reasons why uh, the speedboat uh, is, is very hard to achieve mm. because you have so much rules and regulations to follow. Definitely. Right? It's a big compliance issue. So um, that's, where, that's where you have the big data and know your customer that is yeah. really in focus. And that's like if you need to be a speedboat in our fintech company, you can, uh, by collaboration, use that to get uh, also uh, the regulation part. True. That can be really hard when you're a small company to fulfill all the, the financial uh, regulation that is out there. There is a lot of money in the society right now. And... Uh, it's very easy to borrow. It's very easy to buy, which is very connected these days because usually like maybe 10 years ago, if I go back to my dad, for example, yeah. if if my dad would buy a phone, he would pretty much say, I'm going to save for 10,000 crowns, you know, thousand crowns each month. You know, mm. what we do is, oh, we have, you know, this deal. We're just going to buy it today. Mm. So do you feel like this is a problem that we borrow our behavior like yeah. we want the solutions now we want the products now yeah. um, definitely customers today are are uh, you know i go to myself i'm impatient yeah. i want it now uh, and that's kind of like uh, driven all this you can also see that debt is going up um, in, in society a lot of young people are getting into to problems with their personal debt yeah. uh, that, and that's like Maybe not just in Sweden, I would say. No. Um, that's why you need to educate people. You need to be, we are in the schools. I talk to uh, oh. young students uh, a, lot, a lot about the importance of having a sustainable personal finance. Right. You need to know the consequences of how you handle your money. Um, and I think you, it's, it's up to you how yeah. you do it. But I would, you know, recommend the, the savings and investment part in that sense. It's it's very hard. The vision we give these days to kids or millennials or Generation Z, whatever we call them, it's basically through movies and music. And all of them are actually telling them, you know, get the cash now or get the car now. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for for the society to say otherwise. And I, f I think it's going to be harder and harder because uh, people are not going to stop shopping. People are not going to be saving 500 crowns a month. Mm. Uh, they will want to have the shoes now. Mm. Um, is there other ways to, to deal with this problem except educating, like uh, limiting people <laughs> of buying stuff? Uh, I, I would say education is really important. Right. School, school have, uh, have a lot of uh, responsibility here, but also parents, you know. Yeah. Teach your kids how to use money. Right. And in this, you know, my kids don't know what cash is. You know, yeah. they have they think it's a, a card and not even the card because I use Apple Pay or Google Pay. Oh, or So right. I use the cell You're phone. You're really high tech? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or I just click ha home stuff. So it's, you know, done uh, through mobile payments. Yeah. 
but I also think that sustain- the sustainable debate going on is going to change some customer behavior. Right. How much are you supposed to shop? You know, right. Is that really good for the environment or for the climate or for society as a whole? So I think people, True. younger people today are going to uh, feel like maybe that's not going to be the the way to go yeah. you know what am i supposed to shop and what am i choosing and choosing in order to is that good for the climate right so i actually think that could prevent and shifting uh, customer and and consumer behavior in a in a better direction wow. yeah that's today. actually true actually i never thought of uh, the environmental aspect You can really see it clearly today. Maybe that's uh, Greta Thunberg has done a great job, you know, putting it on the agenda here in Sweden and globally. But I I think you can see that people are um, thinking more about how they invest. And that's why the products in the banking industry like green loans, green bonds, green funds, everything is changing into the sustainable part. And you can make a great difference, like your carbon footprint uh, can be much better if you use... Uh, green alternatives in within like where you put your savings money in so hmm. maybe that can change a bit like you said true the problem with the world is that you know we're not alone and sometimes i feel like we do a lot of good stuff in sweden right we do a lot of good stuff in europe as as a whole but then you have you know united states and then you have china that basically a billion people still drive you know this bad cars or still buys this bad alternatives, will it matter in the end? You know, Sweden is a small country. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. But also you can make a big difference. Look at Greta. She's, yeah. she's made a great impact. And you can be influencing people. You can have innovations coming from Sweden or the Nordics that can, you know, change the, the car industry or whatever it can be. So I think you can you can be really proud of of uh, creating new, new things in order to 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 feed that green wave. Right, yeah. And that's something it doesn't matter if it's a small country or big country, but of course it can make a great impact in in the bigger societies than than Sweden is. But you can see Europe as an example, you know, how can we influence and do better and and uh, have a great part in the UN. Yeah. Uh, to drive uh, the the green change. You also have a lot of responsibility on the companies, like the big corporations. Yeah. For example, the fashion industry, which now is uh, called fast fashion, like mm-hmm. H&M and Zara. Basically, what you did like a couple of years ago, uh, it was like one collection maybe took two years, right? And then you had four different kind of uh, releases. Today, you have 52 new releases basically mm-hmm. every week we're doing new fashion that we want people to buy right yeah. so you have the one side which like you said you have to educate kids and parents mm. but how do we educate the corporations mm. you know because it's 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 about the money yeah. it's about the income but here you can see that markets are really effective you know the market demand you know the 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 uh, shareholders and the um, stakeholders around the companies are also demanding a green shift yeah so if you're a supplier to a company and they say we have a green agenda here you need to be green too in order to deliver stuff to me oh, yeah. so that will make the change um so i i think that it, that's um uh, have actually uh, actually it's, it's a bigger uh, debate today you can really see that h&m got the new ceo 
Right, uh, they switched, week. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's their sustainable uh, finance officer. Oh. So you can really see that uh, many are trying. And you need to also see how is this recyclable? You know, that has become an issue maybe in the fashion True. industry. How do True. you recycle old clothes? How do you use them longer? How can you, you can rent clothes today instead of yeah. buying them? It's a lot about renting, not owning stuff yeah. today, yeah. right? So, like I said, my parents come from a different age, but they're also technical. But for them, not owning stuff feels, you know, uncertain. Because back in the days, it was all about getting the job, buying your house, buying your car, and owning as much stuff as possible, right? Um, And today you always borrow. Mm. Um, Is that an issue because you actually have no assets? Mm. Uh, Like basically a person is worth nothing Mm. in, in, in the economy because we borrow everything. But I think also maybe that you have a lot of more options today. And people are, right. are, are having a pretty good life today, more, much more in middle class today than maybe back in the day. So, right. um, but I would say mm, that's really hard. Um, it is trends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe that, um, that you borrow more has been, it wasn't like that before. It was yeah. like you said, you saved before you purchased something. Yeah. Um, For environmental aspect, yeah, that's very good. But mm. I mean, if you if you work in banking, for example, right? And uh, let's say that I come to to Nordia and I want to borrow for something, wouldn't you guys look for my assets, like yeah. what do I own? And uh, definitely, yeah. and we will look for your cash flow. Right. Like, what is your cash flow? Can you afford this? Yeah. Uh, and that is bad advice if you cannot afford it. Yeah. We will not loan you the cash. So you will not. You will more look in the income side than the asset side. The assets are important too. Okay. But if you have a bad cash flow, I would say that uh, maybe you cannot afford. Right. Afford it. Right. So it's still important. Um, definitely, that hasn't changed. Uh, but it has, uh, you know, new loan products and uh, different consumer behavior has changed, you know, the demands. And that's that what companies have have seen opportunities also. Yeah. Do you think that we have to put up regulations for for loans? Uh, for example, you have this popular um, in Sweden, we call it the SMS loan, but text message loan, I think yeah, you call fast, it fast, fast loan. loan yeah. yeah, which is crazy amount of interest mm. um, and really bad, uh, you know, terms. Mm. And, you know, people are not educated enough. Mm. So do you think that we have to put up some regulations of, of how the loan mm. should be handed, uh, like a better regulations for mm. it? Yeah. Um, that's more of a, a, a state question, I would say. But uh, but uh, they are kind of regulated. I don't know exactly how. Right. But but if you see in the banking industry, like the the traditional banks, we need to see that there is an income that can match that right. uh, cost. And if it can't, we cannot uh, lend you the money. Yeah. So um, there the are f- regulations doing this. But maybe the question was, can that be? Should it be even more? Yeah. I mean, thousand percent interest yeah it's it's absolutely bonkers mm. how is it even legal to you know to sell that kind of products you guys don't yeah. have it but but no no you know, you're right. asking the wrong person <laughs> uh, but yeah definitely um can that be questioned yeah uh, but i think if you go to the consumer you need you need to really be 
um, uh, informed about this and make good uh, personal economic decisions yeah. uh, before you do investments like that. Right. right. To see to see what options do you have, I would say. True. Well, it's a very hard question, yeah. and uh, you were answering them very, very good. I think it's time to move on to the future, right? Ten years from now. Mm. Now, what's going to happen in the banking industry ten years from now? Um, well, if I knew that, <laughs> um, I think it's going to be even more easy, more seamless, even more integrated. You're not going to feel like you're doing banking stuff you know you just like amazon go when you shop there you just go into the store pick what you want and you leave and then you're paid and everything yeah. you don't meet any uh, a cashier or anything um i think they're going to be a lot more um uh, even better apps uh, and uh, digital solutions um with really high security of course that's going to be a really important question going right. forward of course it is today and still will be like cyber security or yeah, yeah. definitely so, is there a lot of things happening in that area because i feel like every product that's released is all always about making it easier and not safer you know um, it is a combination you need to combine that because um it needs to be So, so if you look at the banking industry, uh, security is h- really highly on the agenda. Yeah. So, so yeah, that would be still be important, of course. Right. I think fintechs are going to be uh, a really important part. They grow, they they come up with new ideas, innovation, but also become more, much more established. You have a lot of uh, big fintechs that ha- have you know bec- become really big companies with yeah. thousands of people employed. So you're going to see that even more. So new uh, competition coming in right. to the industry, I would say, um, and the and the banking advisors that you see today, you know, they're going to still be providing, uh, um, you know, advanced uh, advice, right. but like the more traditional, easy everyday banking is going to be done much more automatically. Do you think you guys going to have offices like, uh, like? They can visit and talk to people, or yeah. is it, yeah? I, I actually think so because it's still uh, people still want to meet. Right. You know, we're social people. We want to, you know, ha- handshake is a handshake. Yeah, it is. It is. So I think it still is going to be a, a a part of that great customer experience to meet people. Like when you have a problem, mm-hmm. you really feel like I can I can rely on this person. I can, they, I can get help here. That's actually true. Especially if you have money issues, you do not want to have like uh, a robot or well, uh, maybe that's like a generation thing, you know. Yeah. The late boomers or maybe the millennials is still okay with it, but Generation Z or Y, whatever they call it, that you know, twenty thirty is gonna generate. Maybe they're gonna have different behaviors. Definitely. Uh, like virtual reality that you put on your glasses yeah. and just meet. Yeah, you uh, can see that coming. Right. But but uh, I still think you need to provide great services, and yeah. that can be both digital and personal. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can really see the increase in the digital services, like the robots and the chat boots and instant meetings in your phone and um, in whatever way. So it's going to be a lot like anywhere, anytime. Mm. So it's that's, 20, that's a new slogan. Yeah, it's like 24-7. It's not anymore about uh, the opening hours for the branch office. Right, that's yeah. not important. It's more about being 
accessible all the time. So I think Europe is doing a lot of things to to develop this, but you have a lot of countries that are still depending on this yeah, uh, cash. Definitely. Maybe they will not disappear totally. I w- I'm not saying that, but you can really see a shift in right. more uh, less cash. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, I think it was last week, um, we we got a present for, um, cash present for, we're getting married, so we got like a cash present, and it was the first time I had this problem that I have to put the cash to my card, and it was incredibly hard, it was so hard. I actually got here with, with, my, with my wife, and we asked like, where is the place that you can put it, you know, she's like... Mm-hmm. No, we don't have them anymore. Mm. It's like, what? Yeah. Not anymore? Yeah. What, is, what am I going to do with this? Because shops are not going to take it, you know? No. Uh, so it was a massive problem. Mm. And then we found one place in the entire city that you can actually, you know, give your money and they will transfer it to, to carts. So is that dis- going to disappear as well? Like, you will have no places that takes cash. No, uh, I think you're still going to have a... a, a place that provide cash yeah but there is the old people the old people still use yeah. it right yeah they they, they kind of do but maybe also a lot of old people don't use cash right. they they feel that and that the card is a really good op- um the card is really a good way to to pay yeah. to make payments right. so it depends on what, it's kind of like a personal what do you what do you feel is is the best way of paying yourself right Awesome. Thank you for for being a part of Sunday Stories. Uh, it has been amazing to talk about banking. Um, and my view on banking has changed, definitely. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.